Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Saturday, September seventeenth at Woodbine. It's their uh, one of their big days of the year, the Woodbine Mile Day. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's director of wagering development. As we take a look at the late pick four that starts with the Grade One Rico Woodbine Mile. Obviously, it's at a mile. It's on the turf course for three-year-olds and up. It's race nine. Um, by the way, got to crow a little bit. I gave out a, a nice price last week on the uh, video pick uh, with Red Knight for Mike Maker down at Kentucky Downs, and the uh, Woodbine Mile will be our video pick of the week uh, for uh, the Keenan Select subscribers. And um, I'm going to go for a little bit of a price. Not, not as big this time. At least I think it might be a little bit of a price. I don't know. Who do you like in the Woodbine Mile? Well, I, first of all, I narrowed it down to about three horses, and I added another one. Uh, I don't, I don't really have a price in here except maybe for the ten town cruise. But um, I think it starts with Ivar, Modern Games, and Wakanaka. Uh, Ivar for Paulo Lobo. We were just talking before we started recording this. Paulo Lobo just won a race at uh, Belmont at the Big A, and he won a couple races at. Kentucky down, so his barn is getting hot. He, he's a 23% trainer. Uh, Ivar is one of the stars of his barn, uh, has run well at uh, at Keeneland and at Indiana last time out, won a $100,000 stakes race as a tune-up for this. Only been out one time this year. Uh, maybe this is a lot to ask second time out, but he could be right there. He's a, a grade one winner, uh, won the Shadwell at Keeneland, and uh, I think he's going to be right there. Uh, Wakanaka uh, came out of the dance smartly. Uh, the prep for this race that was on July 24th and won by nearly two lengths. Uh, and the uh, horse that ran second came back and won. So Bill Mock's got this one going the right way. Franco comes up to ride. So I think Wakanaka's got a big shot. Modern Games comes in for Charlie Appleby and is probably going to be the favorite. Has uh, won over a million dollars in his five for 10 lifetime. Has uh, won Group Ones in France. Um, ran the Bre- and won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf last year, so another great one winner. So Modern Games is probably going to be the favorite. And my my price in here is going to be Town Cruise. This year has not run that well. The King Edward was a disappointing uh, fifth. That would be by seven lengths. But last year in this race, he had a 104 buyer, and he won by two and a quarter. So if he gets back to that, I'm just going to say that he's great at Woodbine. Uh, he, ran, he, he ran well in this race last year, and I give him an outside shot going to be tough to knock off those top three, but at a price, Town Cruise is going to be included as well. Uh, I ended up on uh, on Ivar, who they tend to overlook the Lobo horses, so that's where I'm thinking this one might get, you know, you maybe you can get that, I think it's four to one on the morning line, that there is a price horse I like in the mix too, a bigger price that I'll talk about in a second, but I'm going with Ivar for the win pick. I thought that was just a real easy tune-up at uh, Indiana. Uh, in his 22 debut, and this horse has been scratched two or three times earlier in the year, I think maybe out of the Turf Classic on Derby weekend. It seems like they've been very cautious. It looks like, you know, it's it's the race at Indy, it's this race, and then I'm guessing the Breeders' Cup mile at Keeneland. A uh, really uh, targeted schedule to get him to, to peak, uh, probably third off the layoff at uh, Keeneland. Maybe they'll run in the, uh, the uh, opening weekend turf stake, I don't know, but... Uh, I'm guessing they're going to probably give them a little extra time to the Breeders' Cup mile this time and uh, run in this race up at Canada. Um, this horse, with his best race, which was the Chadwell Turf Mile at Keeneland in 20, uh, certainly good enough. And I like the fact that he's had six works since the start of August. So this just looks like a very well-crafted plan to uh, get this horse to uh, hit a peak on that Breeders' Cup day. But 
uh, to get, a, I think, a, a strong performance here. Maybe wins, maybe finishes second, but runs really well. Uh, the price, I think, that's a little intriguing is finest sound. I think he'll get overlooked. He's 10 to 1 in the morning line. And a lot of times, uh, you know, when you've got these European invaders this time of year, they'll, they'll focus on uh, the horse that maybe is a little more accomplished uh, or that has a, you know, comes from a, a particular outfit like Modern Games with Charlie Appleby. And uh, a horse was only beaten a length of three quarters by Baid, who some believe is the best horse in the world. So I understand the the uh, affection for modern games. But I think Finest Sound's worth a long look, too, because this horse has been consistent against high-class company in England and 10 to 1. So I'm going to throw, I think one of those three is going to win this. I'm going to take Ivar. The uh, grade one Natalma for two-year-old Phillies is next. Second leg of the pick four at a mile on the turf as well. And I was really impressed with uh, G. Laurie's win for Graham Motion at Colonial. Um, that was a very impressive performance. And the colonial form seemed to hold up well at Kentucky Downs. Uh, Manny Franco takes the ride now after that performance. Um, I think at, up at Woodbine on a big day, you certainly got to respect the Mark Cassie barn with, uh, you know, his horses. Uh, the five, Adora had a bad post and was second last time out. Star Candy ran big in the debut. I think both of those horses probably improve. Uh, Cairo Consort you could consider with the big buyer jump last time. Uh, Wickenheiser got beat in that race but was the favorite and had a little bit of a wide trip. But um, I like G. Laurie on top in the Natalma. How about you? I only used two in the in the Natalma. I did not use G. Laurie. I need to go back and look at that race. Uh, uh, the figure came back a little slow. and, and uh, But starting at a mile and 16th, first time out, that's impressive for ground motion. So I'm going to go back and look at G. Laurie. But I went with Cairo Consort. Uh, I watched the catch a glimpse and uh, – she won that very easily, and I like the buyer progression, 54, 65, 67, 76. With the trip she got to catch a glimpse, she should have no trouble in stretching out to a mile. Uh, Gallardo rides back. Lots of reasons to like this Philly Cairo consort on the inside. And I'm also going to use Adora for the reasons that you mentioned. Mark Cassie uh, would not be – I would not be surprised if this Philly improves a lot. They tried her in the Schuylerville at Saratoga on the dirt, and that was a bad experiment. So she got back to the dirt, to the turf here after uh, breaking her maiden on the synthetic at Woodbine. Got a 69 buyer, hung outside in the 10 hole, and only got beat two and a half to Cairo Consort. So it would not surprise me if she got better. I stopped right there. I thought the race, the catch a glimpse, was those two horses coming out of it. G. Laurie is interesting on the on the colonial form as well, so I don't blame you for taking that one. But in the pick four, I'm only going to go those two deep. Uh, going to go to the 11th race next. It's an allowance optional claimer. Non-winners of one other than or 32K claiming price. Phillies and Mayors three and up. Again, on the turf here, they've got two turf courses up there. Now this one's at a mile and a 16th on the grass. Uh, where did you land in this rut, this race? I didn't have a strong opinion here. Uh, Big Band, Louisiana, and Lido Key were my top two picks. I really like Lido Key's consistency. She's a six-year-old mare, and she's been out 26 times with 16 first and seconds, which is a very nice ratio. And I like horses in a race like this with uh, varying conditions that uh, have have won, uh, have run it, have, have won more races. So this horse has won six races, and I don't believe anybody else in the race has won anywhere close to that. So that's my first key on Lido Key, and then... Uh, ran in a similar race here on August 27th, same level, optional 32,000 claimer, and only got beat a neck. Uh, so I, I like Lido Key for a shot. Uh, I like Guileful 
uh, also coming out of a $32,000 claimer at Woodbine. Big Bay in Louisiana for Donald McRae, uh, not a very well-known trainer, but 18% trainer, and Contreras takes them out. One by four and a quarter at 25,000 claiming last time out. Spikestown Sherrill for Roger Atfield. Hasn't been that good lately, but this is a dropping class from optional 50,000. Uh, ran well in a grade three at Woodbine at a mile last August and uh, has been off since September, and this will be the second off a layoff, so I expect her to improve. And then who says... Uh, the nine horse uh, was consistent last time out at an optional forty thousand dollar claimer and drops a little bit as well. Um, if I go any deeper, it would be Miss Marie, the ten horse for Gallardo, also also dropping out of a fifty thousand claimer. But uh, I think five deep here hopefully gets me to the last leg of the pick four. Uh, I don't have a strong opinion here, but uh, if you maybe pick, I'd say Lido Key over Big Band Louisiana. Well, I took Big Band Louisiana on top. I like that big improvement last time to the eighty three buyer. And the fact that she also showed some new ability to pass a horse, and uh, that was in her third uh, time being ridden by Contreras. So maybe he's uh, found the, the right way to ride this uh, filly. So I took her on top. Uh, Lido Key, I, I like. I'm a little leery of the, the 10 runner-up finishes, but you got to love the consistency. Spitestown, Sherrill, it's at field and Fipke on a big day up there in the second off a layoff. Uh, Gabby Squared was third last time to my top pick and then claimed by out of that race by a hot barn. And then uh, English Biscuit, at a bit of a price, uh, had a big buyer improvement last time, so I'm going to throw that one on the ticket as well and go five deep. But uh, our, my uh, probably top three include the, the two that were at the top of your list, the seven and the five, and probably the eight would be pretty high on my list as well. But I'm going to go five deep in there. Twelfth leg, I'm also going to go five deep. It's uh, non-winners of two lifetime at claiming level, 25K claiming level. Three-year-olds and up, seven furlongs on the uh, main track, which is synthetic. And I had really no, no strong opinion. I ended up on Heat Merchant. Best buyer for the year came last time out uh, on the 13th of August. And uh, Hernandez, one of the top riders there, stays with the horse. So just on those two things, I'm going to take Heat Merchant on top. Uh, City Legend is three for three to one on the, on the outside. Good barn, but only one for thirteen. That makes me a little leery. Uh, Victorious Wave, uh, hot trainer and jockey, third off a layoff, so that's enough to interest me. The Seven Star Chamber, third off a layoff, so could be at a peak effort, but only one for ten. So I don't really like that. And then uh, Ben Leon, the five, has been improving, but is one for nineteen. So you know, there's a reason these horses are running where they are, and so. You know, ideally, you'd, you'd want to, if you could have a stronger opinion somewhere else, I'd say just take all of this leg. But I'm going to go five deep in here with Heat Merchant being the top pick. How about you? I was very tempted to go all, but I didn't want to put together a $90 ticket on a 20-cent minimum. So I went six deep, and I didn't use Heat Merchant. So that tells you something that, uh, I mean, he, I can make a case for him, just like I can make a case for most of the horses in here. But uh, I, the only one you didn't mention was Same Again Doc comes back at the same claiming level with a 68, has paired up 68 buyers last time, last two times. It shortens up to seven furlongs, so ought to be fit. Uh, Regal Intent, I don't think you mentioned the 11 horse on the outside with a 69 buyer last time out. Star Chamber, Victorious Wave, Ben Leon. Victorious Wave is interesting in that one of the races, you know, this, this race is four horses that have never won two races. You mentioned a horse is one for 19. Victorious Wave is only one for three, so Victorious Wave broke his Made first time out at five and a half furlongs with a 67 buyer in September 
last year and has not run back to that, but has run at a higher level. So lowest level that he's run at, dropping down $25,000 claimer. If he could recapture that magic he had in his debut last year, he fits as well. And then the 13 city legend that you mentioned hung on the outside, but uh, again, drops in class, one for 11 lifetime. But Kimura is a good jock up there with a 22% strike rate, so I'm going to put City Legend in there as well. So I'm going to go six deep in the pick four. So what's your pick four ticket look like? Oh, it's a 20 cent minimum in in Canada, so you can figure out how much you want to spend. But I, you can spread here, and I didn't have a single. I go two, three, five, ten in the Woodbine Mile. I am only going to go two deep, one five in the Johnny Walker Natoma. And then the last two races, I didn't have a strong opinion, so I go five, six, seven, eight, nine with five, seven, eight, nine, eleven, thirteen, and that for a twenty cent minimum is a forty-eight dollar ticket. I ended up going sixty dollars. I originally had it at forty-five, but you kind of talked me into uh, including Cairo Consort too. So I've got. Two, four, five. I feel pretty good about that. The two Euros and Ivar in the Woodbine Mile. Then I'm going one, three, five, eight in the Natalma, adding Cairo Consort to the two Cassies and the Motion Horse I like on top. One, four, five, seven, eight, and then five, seven, eight, ten, thirteen. And if my math is correct, at twenty cents, that is a sixty-dollar ticket uh, to take a shot at uh, hopefully catching a price or two somewhere along the way to to boost that thing up. And, uh, you know, the, um, I think Wood, Modern Game is going to take a lot of money. So if you can beat him in the Woodbine Mile, that would be a good way to, to start the thing off. And uh, hopefully I can do that with Ivar or Finest Sound. So that's what my ticket looks like, 60 bucks. Uh, it's a nice card up at Woodbine. Churchill's back running. You've got uh, Belmont running, but they're running at Aqueduct because of the construction at Belmont. Uh, so lots of opportunities around the country to play while you're watching football or anything else. So... Uh, make sure you have money in your Keeneland Select account, and we will be back next week for another edition of the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.